all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Y'all ready? Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, speak right now. We are open and we are ready. We are open and we are ready. God, thank you for this new series that's starting on the first day of this ninth month of the natural year. Ninth is to birth. Nine is to birth. Nine is to birth. Which means, God, we thank you for birthing better finances in our life. We thank you for birthing better versions of ourselves now, God. We thank you that by the time we get to the end of this month, we will hold, we will hold and possess something greater than when we started this month. And we speak by faith that the last four months of this calendar year will be better than the rest of this year in every area, but especially our finances. God, we pray that debts would be canceled. Come on, y'all pray with me. We pray that debts would be canceled. We pray that raises, bonuses, and unexpected revenue would flow our way because we are blessed to do what? Be a blessing. Open your mouth, shout, I am a blessing. Shout it, y'all, I am a blessing. Let's go to work. So this new series we're starting tonight on a Wednesday is called Making Money Moves. Why? To get God's plan for the moves we make with money. Here's why we want God's plans for the moves that we make with our money. See, there's a lot of voices that are speaking, but you need a voice that can be backed up. Come on. Watch me. And God backs his voice up. The Bible says that his word will not return to him void, which means if he said it, we believe it, and that settles it. I need for you to just open your mouth and say, God, if you said it, I believe it. And that settles it. See, watch me. If a YouTuber says it, it might not be able to be backed up. If a TikToker says it, it might not be able to be backed up. If an Instagrammer says it, it may not be able to be backed up. But if God says it, I think I got some witnesses in this building and online that if God said it, he's going to back that thing up. Let me prove it to you. He said he'd never leave you and never forsake you. Guess what? He didn't do either. He backed up what he said and for that Wednesday you owe him at least three seconds of worship 
He told you he'd open doors, he did. Told you he'd make ways, he did. Told you he'd heal you, he did. Told you he'd make you the head and not the tail, he did. Told you that he'd bless you in your coming and your going, he did. Told you that he'd keep you in your right mind, he did. So he backs up what he says. That's why I love him because he never ever can be caught in a lie. Oh, he backs up what he says. So we got to get God's plans for the moves we make with our money. If we look at Isaiah chapter 48 and 17, I gave you this scripture yesterday in the message preview on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram, connect with me there. One, we do a whole bunch of cool stuff there, but we do these previews of the messages. Uh, I'll bring you up, pray for you. It's amazing. Isaiah 48 and 17. It says, thus says the Lord, uh, your redeemer. Watch me. God says, I'm your purchaser. Mm. To redeem something means to purchase it. So first thing you need to know is you don't belong to you. You belong to God. Stop talking about it says my body, yada, yada, yada. No. Watch me. You belong to God. That's not your car. That's not your house. Those aren't your kids. That's not even tried as it's kept your spouse. Everything you have, it belongs to God. Why? Because he bought you with a price. Watch me. Nobody else was willing to pay. Watch me, a lot of people say they love you, but they wouldn't die for you. A lot of people say they'll be there for you, but watch me, that means I'll be there if it's convenient for me to be there. But 2,000 years ago, I just need to check the room and check online. God didn't just say it, but he backed it up and paid a price for you that nobody else would. He gave his life so that you and I could have life. Watch me, and not just life, but we could have life more of. That's a Greek word, zoe, which means I got so much life, I use my life to bring other people back to life. This is why so many people are drawn to you. Why? Because when they get around you, they come alive. This is why your coworkers are always calling you for prayer, always emailing you saying, what do you think? Watch me, because when they get around you, they get that zoe, baby. And when they get around that zoe, life abundantly, it brings other people back to life. This is why for some of you, your family can't stand you, because when they want to be dead, you come in with zoe. Y'all ain't going to say nothing right there. When they want to be negative and when they want to stay in generational curses, here you go being a generational curse breaker, bringing life. He says, I am the Lord, your redeemer. Your, I bought you, so I own you, and I run you. Here's the sad thing about, about are you ready? Can I be honest? Here's the thing. A lot of us, watch me, have been owned by things that got you for free. You would have done anything for that relationship, and they didn't even pay. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. <laughs> But God says, I paid a price nobody else was willing to pay for you. Why? I see the value in you. I see the value in you. I see the value in you. Can you lay your hands on yourself and say, he sees the value in me. The Lord, your redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, pay attention, who teaches you. Now, this means God says, I have a strategy. I have information. I have revelation. Strategy means to be strategic. It means that I know what to do with information and revelation that I have. See, a revelation means to uncover something that's hidden. Information tells me what to do with what I uncovered. Strategy shows me how to use the information and revelation that I got. God says, I'm going to teach you strategy, information, and revelation. Watch me. I teach you how to profit. 
Well, now, wait a minute, because many people like to celebrate their money from their master, their faith from their finances. People like to separate the two, and they are not separate. In fact, God says, I teach you how to profit. Say, he teaches me how to profit. Watch me. Prophet is this Hebrew word, y'all. Y'all <laughs> somebody say, he's talking to y'all. <laughs> Watch me. Y'all, Hebrew is the language of our Old Testament. It, it means to gain profit or benefit. Shut up. God says, I teach you how to gain profit or benefit. Pay attention, which means you're never going to go through anything that doesn't have a profitability in it. Even if it was painful, what if I told you it's going to be profitable for you? What if I told you your story is about to make you some money? What, what if I told you what hurts you deepest is about to help you most? You don't ever go through anything and it not be profitable. You're going to profit from it and you're going to benefit from it. Profit, let me give you a quick business lesson. Profit, you have revenue, that's what comes in. Expenses, that's what flows out. The leftovers call your profit. Got it? Pay attention. God says, everything you put out versus what I gave, the end of that is going to be profit. In other words, God says, I will not be left owing you anything. I won't be left owing you for that betrayal. I won't be left owing you. Watch me. This is bigger than just money because he says, I teach you how to profit. That's profit or benefit. He says, I will not be left owing you anything. Everything you go through, there is going to be some net gain for you. Watch me. Even when you go down, it still works for your good. God, I need some faith in this room. Even when you think you took an L, God says, I'll take that loss and I'll turn that thing around and make it gain. You did not lose anything. You sold something. I need you to give God praise that he teaches you how to profit. I Somebody said, I'm profitable. That means there will be net gain in your life. That's deep. Because let's be honest, how many of us are going through some things, when we look at it, we're like, this is a loss. As a matter of fact, there's certain things you don't even want to talk about it, because when you look at it, you're like, I just lost so much with that, I don't even want to talk about it. Watch me. I need you to not ignore it, because if you ignore it, you're going to miss your profit. And he can make up in four months what hasn't happened in 40 years. I need the faith in this room. The faith in this room is like a six. If I could get it to a 10, somebody would be out of debt by this time tomorrow. I just, don't play with me. First Samuel 3, 19. Watch me, watch me. Stay right here, stay right here, stay right there. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Say, in Jesus' name. Say, I am profitable. Say, in Jesus' name. I have benefit. He can make up for what you think is loss. Because he said, I'm going to teach you how to have net gain, watch me, and benefits. Psalmist says, remember the Lord and forget not his He's got the best benefits package going on. He's got health. He's got dental. He's got vision. He's got better than your 401k. He's got, I got you, okay? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. say he's got benefits this is important to know because as human beings let's just be honest let's just be honest all human beings are wired this way we ask this question with them 
what's in it for me? We all ask that question. Listen, and for those of you who say you don't, you ask it most. It, because it guides your decision making. It guides your, let's be honest, you're even in church tonight because there's something in it for you. It got real quick. And watch me, that's not necessarily nefarious, it, watch me, as long as you get to the deeper why. See, watch me, I love him because he first loved me, but watch me, but now, watch me, once I get past the, first, the principle that he first loved me, I love him because he is. See, the initial was with him, what's in it for me? But then watch me, you're too mature to still be with him, with God now. You've seen him do so much for you that at this point you ought to be able to say, listen, do I have to even tell you what? Let's go here. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Who's going to profit? Y'all. Who's going to profit? Y'all. All right. It means to gain profit or benefit. Here's the next one. To set forward. I like this one. I like this one. To set forward. In a particular denomination, uh, they, they called their ordaining of leaders to set forward. Now, I, I thought this was interesting terminology the Bible used uh, because God says, I'm going to set you forward. Mm -mm, you missed it. You, you, you missed it. Come here. You, you missed it. Let me say what this means. He teaches you, who does he teach? Y'all. To do what? Gain profit and benefit. Watch me. And then he's going to set you forward. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's so simple, I don't think they're getting it. All right? So we're going we're gonna to do it again. Which means, which means, watch me, which means we're not going back there. We're not going backwards. We're not losing ground. We're not losing territory. Instead, what I'm going to teach y'all how to do, I'm going to set you forward. What does that mean? I set where you move forward to. Which means there's some stuff that God says I have planned and prepared for you that can't nobody stop. I just need you to get set where you've been set. And when you get there, I need you to take the seat that you've been sent into. I need you to open your mouth and say, he's setting me forward. That means God says, we're not regressing. I'm setting you forward. <laughs> I'm setting you forward. Right, look at this next definition. To do good. God says, who does he teach how to do this? Y'all. <laughs> he teaches us to do good. God's like, I want you to do good. I want you to do well. Like God's not sitting over there looking at you like, I hope you fail. Right, Your mama wasn't nothing. Your daddy wasn't nothing. But some of you all, can I be honest with you? You fundamentally, it amazes me sometimes some of the, um, uh, what's that uh, late night host that does the hate mail that he gets and the tweets and stuff, mean tweets, Jimmy Fallon. It amazes me some of the stuff that, that people, that people uh, say, thank you, that people say. Um, it, because, like, people, some people are so set on negative stuff that when you tell them good, they're like, I don't believe that. Are you stupid or something? And I mean that with all offense intended. Now, I meant to offend right there. Yeah, people say no offense. No, offense intended. 
If this is the gospel, the gospel is good news. The good news is that the bad news is wrong, which means why in the world would you want to think that God is trying to beat you down? If he wanted you out of here, he could have killed you a long time ago. Instead, he kept you in the midst of a pandemic and you still got a pulse, so God still has a plan. Open your mouth, say, he wants me to do good. It amazes me, though, how many people don't fundamentally believe, Christians don't fundamentally believe that God is for them and wants them to do good. And so they're, they're, they're constructed of God. I told you all this story before. I was an associate pastor, and this woman had just gotten saved about a week and a half earlier. And uh, she said, I want to have a meeting, Pastor Foreman. I said, okay, you got the right one. <laughs> said, let's meet. All right? I got a problem with the church. I said, what is your problem? I said, because we picked you up and brought you here on a church van. We fed you church food. You're using a church Bible somebody else gave you. I said, it seems to me like we're the ones losing out in this deal. I said, what is your problem with the church? It's a feel-good gospel. I said, well, the gospel means good news. That ought to make you feel good. I feel good. Matter of fact, I knew that I would. Sometimes I feel nice. Like sugar and spice. How nice. So nice. So nice. I've got you. <laughs> Give me a cake. Right, listen. So she was like, it's a feel good gospel. I said, sweetheart, I. I said, okay, well, you're going to hell then. I said, remember? I said, I don't understand. It's a feel-good gospel. The Bible says be perfect for your father in heaven. I said, first of all, don't come to me quoting what you don't understand. Come asking, but don't come telling me something. I said, you need to read the scripture in context. First of all, perfect means be whole for your father in heaven is whole. And then if you read the verses preceding and proceeding that, you'll discover that through love we are made whole. Love is the only thing that has the ability to take a hole and make it whole. I said, but can I ask you something No, She said, oh, yes, Pastor. I said, didn't we get you out the crack house last week? So I'm concerned as to why you worried about perfection when you need to be worried about not returning to your addiction. Y'all didn't hear what I'm saying? What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? Some of you all are too judgmental. Watch me with yourself. I need you to be glad that the Bible is good news and God is not against you. God is for you. Open your mouth and say he's for me not against me see he may be against what we may do but he is for us and, and I, I said this to, I said sweetheart and I'm not even judging you I said but, I said, but darling didn't isn't that where we didn't that where you came to the Lord didn't you come to the Lord You got your baby all in you. Didn't you come to the door with a robe half open and your baby over here in one hand? It's like, why are you, why are you obsessed with this angry, angry God who might kill you? 
Can I be honest? For some of y'all, that's how you view him. So worship is hard because, because, because he's a stranger. And it's difficult to be intimate with someone I don't know. So you can be physical with someone you don't know, but you can never be intimate with someone you don't know. Can I just get for those of us, watch me, that know that he's not angry, he's not mad. There may be some stuff he's like, no, you need to come on up. You need to come up out of that. But when he looks at you, he's like, that's my son. When he looks at you, that's my daughter. For those of us that are glad he's our father, can I just get you to worship for five seconds? Go, five. He's your father, Wednesday. He's your father. He is for you. He is not against you. He's not trying to beat you down. He's trying to lift you up. Love lifting me. When nothing else can help. Somebody say love lifting me. Let's go. Let's go. He wants you to do good. Watch me. Then it means to be and to have. Look, God says, who does he want to profit? Y'all. To gain profit or benefit, to set forward, to do good, to be and to have. Sounds a lot like the kingdom series, right? He says, see how the Bible, it all, it's a self-authenticating book. Check this out. There's something more I want you to be. And there are things that I want you to have. And one of those things is to not repeat the curses of your bloodline but to be the interruption. Only if you're the interruption, elbow somebody next to you and say, I'm the interruption. Facebook, only if you're the interruption, type it on the screen. YouTube, only if you're the interruption, type it on the screen. Look what he says, and he'll lead you by the way you should go. So pay attention, God says he wants you to profit. Look at this, God's word teaches us what money moves to make. Why? Because faith and finances aren't enemies. In fact, we have over 2,300 plus verses about money, more than prayer, faith, heaven, or hell. I'll say it again. There are more verses in the Bible about money than prayer. Some of y'all can pray. Ooh, you can pray. Faith. Ooh, you got faith. Heaven or hell. When God decided what he wanted to write about, he was like, make it rain. I love this. This is my new, this is coming home with me. And the money looks so real. I'm going to try to use it at Papa Do's and see if it works. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> now, now, listen, let's go here. Making godly money moves starts in your soul. Here's what most people think when you talk about money. I just need more money, more money, more money, more money. Bishop, can I have that gun? Because I'm going to prophesy to my money. I, listen, making godly money moves. Say godly money moves. It starts in your soul. 3 John 1, 2. It says this. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper. Prosper is this word you do. <laughs> Greek in the New Testament. All right? All right? All right, say, say you do. That's me. It means success in business and finances. God says, I want your business to do well. And for some, you say, Bishop, I don't have a business. Oh, you have a business, it's called you. Some of you need to go buy your name on the, on the, on the, on the, on the, on, on, uh, the URL. Because he said, I make your name great. <laughs> 
Success in business and finances. Here it is. To be profitable. What does that mean? You have a net gain. Watch me. And that you take the right path. Uh-oh. Which means your path may not match everybody else's path. And what? In all things. And be in health. Check this out. God says, I want you to have, who, who does he want? You do. Y'all. Right, but right here, you do. I love the Bible, right? Look at somebody say, you do. What you do. When you do. What you do. And you'll do well. I love it. Because God says, I pray that you do. <laughs> In all things. God says, so I'm not into you being a public success and a private failure. I'm not into you tap dancing for the crowd, but you can't even dance at your own home. Come on. I'm not into you impressing people on social media, but when they get around you, it's sorry media. Y'all ain't gonna talk. So look, he says, in all things, say all things, and be in health. So he says, I want you healthy too. I can't have you making this money and being successful and you can't even breathe. It's quiet right there. And don't automatically think that skinny means health. Let's just go here. And don't think that abundance means health either. Some of you are like, Bishop, I'm just following the word of God. My cup runs over. Say, Lord, make me healthy. Give me the power to make healthy decisions for the rest of my life. The rest of my life will be the best health of my life. I rebuke high blood pressure. Come on. I rebuke diabetes. I rebuke generational sicknesses that are in your bloodline. They end with you because you will be healthy and healed. You will be healthy and healed. Say, I am healthy and healed. Let's go. This is and be in health just as your soul, just as is an equal sign. It makes it a mathematical equation. Watch me. Just as your soul prospers. Pay attention. So he said, you will prosper. You do. You're going to succeed in business and finance, be profitably in the right path, and be in health equal to your soul. So you can't succeed beyond your soul. And this is the problem because some of y'all get money, but watch me, but you don't know what to do with it when you get it. And so you end up giving it everything that you got away. Why? Because your soul didn't succeed. You just had some money. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Watch me say, but from this day forward, my soul is prospering. So what is your soul? That's your mind. All right? We are tripart beings. We're spirits. That's our subconscious mind. Right? We live in a body. This is not you. This is an earth suit. It's like Independence Day. Them aliens had their little suit on. This is the suit with the little. This is a suit. This is not. And God says, take care of your suit. You need your suit to last you. Right? Right? Um, pretend like you could only pick one car for the rest of your life. What would you pick? Bentley, Toyota, Kia. 
Cadillac. Arrange. Tesla, G-Wagon. All right, all right, everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. All right, everybody look at me. You do only have one car. It's called your body. How differently would you treat it if you knew you don't get another? Y'all liked how I flipped that on you, huh? I got that from Warren Buffett. All right, listen. All right. Your mind, your thoughts. He says, you can't succeed beyond your mind. You can't succeed. That's why the only place problems exist is in your mind. What's me? You look at a problem and say, oh, my God, it's a problem. The only place it's a problem is in your head because you could choose to say this is going to be an amazing opportunity for something good to come out of this. I'm looking for God in this. I, I, now, it, it maybe made my neck pop a couple times, but God's about to get the glory out of this. I, the only place there's a problem is in your mind, your thoughts, your will. He says, you will not succeed beyond your will. See, some people want it, but they won't will it. You want to be out of debt, but you won't will out of debt because everything you see, you get. You call it retail therapy. I need for some of y'all to put it in the cart and then click end. <laughs> get everything you want online. Like, I want this and this and this. Ooh, and that, and that. It's going to be $10,998. Great. Delete. Ooh, I feel so much better. <laughs> you want it, but won't will it. Got it? You, you want a better job, but you won't will it. So you do what's in your comfort zone. It's quiet. You want better relationships, but you won't will it. So instead, you walk around talking about, I don't know about understand you, but you don't try to be understood. Let's go. And then your emotions. You can never succeed beyond your emotions. See, for some of you, you're too emotional about your money. See, like, if this was real money, like, oh, uh, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I work too hard. I've been through too much. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, they'll definitely take this. Oh, listen. Because <laughs> you're emotionally attached to it. This is my money. In, instead of realizing, well, if I don't release the seed, if it stays in my hand, that's all it will ever be. You're emotionally attached to money. You have a love affair with money. Makes you feel better than other people. Makes you feel more accomplished than your sister. Makes you, makes you feel this way. He said, you can never succeed beyond your will. So here's what we got to do, and here's what we're going to do in this series. I have to get your soul right so we can get you to be successful. Because you can't be successful beyond your soul. Come on. And who's going to do it? You do. Y'all still with me? All right, pay attention, pay attention. So God, let's go here. God wants you blessed to be a blessing. Let's get your soul. We're about to do the work right now. Let's get your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions together. We're going to start tonight. 
And this whole month, we're going to be getting your soul together. It's going to be like a soul surgery session going on. We're going to get your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions together so God can trust you with what you asked for. And for many of you, watch me, you're going to make up for lost time in these last four months of 2021. You are literally going to make up for, watch me, the decades you wasted. Can I prove it to you? I feel like preaching now. Can I prove it to you? In Judges chapter 16, the Bible says, and I talked about this in prayer, the Bible says in Judges chapter 16 that Samson made some bad decisions, and these bad decisions got him locked up, and they wouldn't let him out. And the Bible says that they shaved his hair. He was a Nazarite, and his strength was in his hair. Pay attention. But the Bible says, but his hair began to grow again. And for some of you, watch me, in this month of birthing, something's about to start growing again. Your faith is about to start growing again. Your speaking life is about to start growing again. Your love for God is about to start growing again. Your excitement is about to start growing again. Your Christianity is about to start growing again. Open up your mouth say, it's growing again. And the Bible says his hair began to grow again. And while he was in the prison, they sent for him. And they sent for him and they said, bring Samson out to entertain us. And that, in other words, Samson, do what you do. Put that verse up. Do what you do. The previous one. Do what you do. In other words, uh, watch me. Be profitable. Come on. Have success in business and finances. Be on the right path. So they brought Samson out. And, and Samson, watch me. Here's what Samson did. Samson said, Lord, he said, look, um, if you give me the strength, he said, give me one more shot. Give me one more time. And the Bible says, I sent you this today if you have our app, you got this today, that he killed more in his ladder than he did the whole rest of his life. This is just for those of us that believe it. If you don't believe it, please sit there and do nothing, all right? But just for those of us that believe it, that between September 1, 2021 and December 31, 2021, that God can make up for the entire rest of your life with one more push, one more push, if you believe that, put a praise on it. Come on, Wednesday. Hey, come on, Wednesday. He can make up for it. 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 Somebody shout, he'll make up for it. Grab a seat. Look at this. So let's get your soul right. God wants you blessed to be a blessing. Genesis 12 and 1, amplify it. Now in Haran, Haran means parts place, to dry place. The Lord said to Abraham, notice God starts speaking loudly when you are not experiencing the success you want. He was in Haran. Haran means dry place or parts place. Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abram, go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house. Pay attention. Even God was making a distinction between family and relatives back then. See, relatives mean we're related. Family means we're headed in the same direction. <laughs> to the land, watch me, I will show you. Where am I headed? Don't worry about where you're headed. Just worry about what I said. Don't worry about where you're headed. Just worry about what I said. Stop trying to get the map out to put it in navigation. Ways ain't going to tell you the ways I'm about to take you. 
Google Maps has never been to where I'm about to take you. So I need you to just follow my instructions. So watch me. So watch me. God says, in the midst of an area where it's Haran, I will begin to speak to you. And when I begin to speak to you, I'm going to show you something. Watch me. Verse 2. And I will make you a great nation, nation, and I will bless you how? Abundantly. And make your name great. Come on. God says, watch me. I'm going to make your name, what does this mean? Exalted and distinguished. So when your name is said, people change their tone. When your name is said, people stand up straight. When your name is said, people say, oh, oh, just give them whatever it is that they want. See, watch me. I pray that your name is so distinguished that when they see and hear your name, they say, wait a minute, don't treat them like we treat everybody else. It has a name. It's called favor. I pray that your name be covered in favor. I pray that HR cover your name in favor. Somebody shout, my name is favor. Watch me, and you shall be a blessing. Pay attention. That means you'll be a source of great good to others. Stop. He says, I am going to bless you how? Abundantly. Pay attention, which means I don't just need enough. I need more than enough so that I can bless someone else. I rebuke your scarcity thinking. I rebuke your just get by thinking. I rebuke your, well, I got enough for me and my house. It ain't about you and your house. It's about you being able to bless somebody else's house. I Come on, come on, say abundance, come over here, abundance, come over here, abundance, come over here, abundance, come over here. He says, you shall be a source of great good to other people. This is, this is the whole reason. He said, he said, Abraham, this isn't for you to show off. This is so that you can be a source of great good to other people. Let's go, verse 3. And I will bless. That means I will do good for and I will benefit those who bless you. See, see, see here's what you got to understand. If you bless me, you just help yourself. I need just elbow somebody say, you ought to bless me. Because hey, you'll get yourself blessed. I need you not to be mad at who didn't help you. You missed out on your own blessing, baby. Because if you bless me, he's about to hook you up. If you bless me, he'll bless you. But if you stingy with me, let's go. He says, and I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse. What does that mean? I will subject them to my wrath and my judgment. The one who curses you, who despises you, who dishonors you, who has contempt or hatred for you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. This is called the Abrahamic covenant. You and I, as believers in Jesus, we partake of this same Abrahamic covenant. We are known as the seed of Abraham, which means anything God told Abraham is just as good as him telling it to you. So we're going to read these verses again, and we're going to put your name in it. Go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Now, watch me. In Denver, whatever your city is, say your city. One, two, three. Now in, the Lord said to I need you to say your name. Matter of fact, so the atmosphere gets it right for you and doesn't go to another person with your name, say your first and last name. Go away from your country, away from your relatives, away from your father's house. In other words, don't be afraid that you don't have cosigners from your bloodline. To what? To a land that I'm going to show you, and I will make you. What's your name? Uh, 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 first and last, go. A great nation, and I will bless, say your first and last name abundantly and I will make say your name I'm gonna make that name great it will be exalted it will be distinguished what does that mean it will always be at the top of the list because it will be exalted 
What if I told you while you're in church on Wednesday, your name is being brought up in rooms you're not even in? Your name's coming up. 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 Your name's coming up. Put it in the atmosphere again. One, two, three. It's being exalted above who? The other people that applied. Above who? The other people trying to get what you're trying to get. Somebody say, my name is being exalted. And it's distinguished. And you, say your name, shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. Next verse. Let's go. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse. Say your name. And in you, say your name. All the families of the earth shall be blessed. Yeah, Bishop, I don't have a family. You missed it. He didn't say your family. He said the families. Don't worry about what you think you don't have. God says, I'll use you to be somebody's big sister, big mama, big. Let's go. Let's go. The bigger you are blessed, the bigger you can bless. The bigger you are blessed, the bigger you can bless. This is why you need abundance. I rebuke survival. Get out of this, but I'm good. As long as I got a little money, I want me a little pizza. You mean tell me he died so that you could have a pepperoni pizza with a stuffed crust on it? I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just saying, though. Dipping that crust is a special anointing. I know some of y'all don't like it. I understand you're very bourgeois. That's fine. But for some of us, right when you think it's over, you flip that thing and reverse it. And then dip, baby, dip. Ready? The bigger you are blessed, look at how it is on the screen. The bigger you can bless. It's italics because God says, now, I'm not doing this for you to be stingy Sally. <laughs> for you to be trifling Tony. <laughs> That's all I had. I, it's okay. <laughs> Try to play Tim. How about that? All right. Everybody pay, everybody pay attention. Look, 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 look. See, here's the danger. Here's the danger. Here's the danger of this right here. I love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. Y'all want some? <laughs> Fine, then. He wants some. <laughs> See, you should have accepted it as a prophetic gesture. You ask for rain, and it's, and it's raining. All right, let's go. I love that. That's a great idea. Whoever approved that approved a great idea. All right, listen, so, um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, we shouldn't love this. We shouldn't love this. We shouldn't love this. I remember... If you grew up in the South, um, and they, they love their money so much, they would iron it. You remember that? Anybody else ever seen that? Come on. They take that ironing board out, set that stack over here. This is before Cash App and debit cards and credit. It was credit cards, but they were like, no, I want cash money. When I spend my money, I want them to, it needs to smell like fresh linens. <laughs> anyway, say, I should not love money. Look at this, 1 Timothy 16. For the love of money 
is a root of all kinds of evil. So let me correct something because many Christians will say, many people will say, you know, money is the root of evil. Money is not the root of evil. The love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. If you're going to quote God, quote him right. Look what the Bible says. For which some have strayed. I made them italicize it like this so y'all would pay close attention to it. Because I see some of y'all walking up to the screen. Like, <laughs> Once you paying attention to what I'm teaching. <laughs> For which some have strayed. Watch me. From the faith. You love it so much we don't see you in church. He says, he says, because of this, because of this, some have strayed from the faith that money is more important. I got to work. I got to make my money. I got to make my dollar-dollar bills. I, I, I got to do what I got to do. God understands. He does. Him understanding doesn't make him change his mind about it, though. Like, I understand that certain people just ain't about nothing. You met somebody that just ain't about nothing? Like, you don't do nothing but talk, right? But listen, that don't change the fact that I don't like that. I just recognize that it is what it is. Right? Pay attention. For some have strayed from the faith. Why? In their greediness. In other words, he was like, this isn't to survive. This is greed. You have 432 jobs. <laughs> Not businesses, jobs. He, he said, and your motive, your motive isn't to be a blessing because you, you don't actually give more. Your motive isn't to be a blessing to other people. He says, you're doing this because you're greedy. You want it all. Come here. You want it all. You want this stack of money? Watch me. Pick it up. Come on the stage. And then watch me. And then you want this stack of money? And then watch me. And then you stack it. But that ain't enough. Watch me. You want all the money. You, you, want, you want all the money? Watch me. So then you curse your seed because you won't sow your seed because you want to see a number in your account. He says, he says, he says, oh, okay. So God says, I gave you all of this, but now, but now you refuse to be a blessing with all of this. And watch me, he says, because you're greedy. You know how you're greedy? You, watch me, anybody ever, you were full, but the food was so good. Come on, come on Wednesday. Thank you for the three or four honest people. Online, wave at me. To where you just kept eating. Like you were done 20 minutes ago. And watch what happens. Watch what happens. He says, he says, in their greediness, and they pierce themselves, watch me, with many sorrows. In other words, wait a minute, wait a minute. While you were spending all this time being greedy, getting all this money, you can't get up now. You, you've been pierced. And so now, watch me, you thought you ran your money. No, you're a slave to it now. You're, you're, you're a slave to it. So when it says jump, watch me. You can't even fully jump.
But you move your knees. Y'all ain't gonna sit it. You're a slave to it. You're a slave to it. You are a slave to it. And he says, watch me, you're going to hurt yourself chasing money because you're greedy. You say, I'm just so stressed out. You have 400 jobs. <laughs> look, look, you, you got all this money. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. See, you're such a slave to it that you don't care about people, you care about money. Watch me, you'll run past somebody to get some money. You'll lie to get some money. Come on, what did the OJ say? For the love of money, you'll rob from... And then, and then when the Lord says, all right, let me have my first 10% off of that. It's not even that you don't have it. You're just in an adulterous relationship with it. You got it. You're just greedy. You're just greedy. God's like, so, so really? So you ain't even going to give me my 10%? Okay, it's the feast time. You ain't even going to sow? Don't come for me if that. You ain't even going to sow. Watch me. And then here's what a greedy person will do. They'll give, watch me. not a sacrifice greedy this is too real say Lord release me from the love of money come on say it again say release me from the love of money no no stay right there stay right there because because here's this next part God wants you to have money but not for money to have you say look I can't even see him And for some people, this is what it's like when you meet them. They're so busy dropping names and telling you what they have. I don't care who you know, who are you? I don't care what you have, who are you? I pray God brings some people that don't need to name drop to feel valuable in your life, that don't need to show off what they have. If you got to show off what you have, you must not be much. Come on, say, I'm bigger than my money. Come on, y'all. Say it like you mean it. Say, I'm bigger than my money. Watch me. And for those of you, maybe you're experiencing some challenges there. You need to know that because you have attached your value to this. So now you're sitting up in the house playing with your cats. I don't know why I keep going for these cats. Because you don't think you're valuable. Because... You don't see as much of this as you want. Look at this. God wants you to have money, but not for money to have you. How do you know that money has you? It, it money has you. Look, number one, we can't see you. We only see your stuff. So, watch me. You don't talk about you. You talk about your stuff. You think that this stuff is what makes you something. I got this. I got that. I got this. I went over here to school. Y'all ever seen Soul Food? The movie? Terry. See? You Terry. And Terry, what you don't understand is while you celebrating your money, your husband want another honey. Listen. It's a movie. Google it. Listen. Psalm 35, 27. We're almost done. Here it is. 
Let the Lord be magnified. <laughs> that means make him bigger. Say, God, you're bigger. Now, this is the, God says, make me bigger than anything you have, than anything you go through. God says, magnify me. Don't you magnify no money. Don't you magnify I got good credit. That you should, but don't magnify that. Because one day, transusion, Equifax, and experience can ruin your whole, whole day. Let the Lord be what? Say, Lord, you're bigger. Who has pleasure. Pay attention to this. Only one more verse. We out of here. God says, I, have pl I get excited, God says, in the prosperity of my servants. God says, I don't mind you having this, but put this down. Put this down. But, ask me. But don't let it have you. Put, 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 put it all down. Ask me. You can have it. You can have it. You can have it all. Brand new shots. And draws. Listen. He says, I don't have a problem with you having that. Just never let that come in between me and you. This is what God says to us. God's like, this is okay. You can have this stuff. Look, and then when you're greedy, you're always going to be fine. Some of you, this drives your life. It drives your decisions. It drives your worship. It drives your consistency in serving. It drives your prayer. It drives everything. So God is like, this is this is gotten in between us. This is this has gotten in between us. Like, why are we really fighting over tithing? This has gotten in between us. You, I gave it. It's my money. The gold is mine. The cattle on the thousand is. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. So God is like, how are you going to fight me about giving me back 10% of what's mine? Government took theirs off the top. You didn't say nothing to them. He has pleasure. Say, God wants me. Blessed. Prosperous. Now let's break down what prosperous means and then we're out. One more verse. Shalom. Favor and health. See how the Bible keeps repeating this theme? Do you see this? Do you see how the Bible keeps repeating this theme? See, I showed you New Testament, so the Old Testament, but the Bible continues to repeat this theme. All right, so prosperity there is, is, is the Greek, or excuse me, Hebrew word. This is Old Testament, it's a Hebrew word. Watch me. Shalom. He has pleasure in you not missing anything, nothing being broken, nothing like an all being well. God says, I have pleasure in that. I have pleasure when I look at you and you don't have to fast in order to figure it out. I like when I can look at you and you don't have to sit there and count your money to figure out whether or not you can do it. You can just decide, I'm doing this today and I'm doing this today. You can walk up to somebody homeless and say, I'm taking care of this. You can walk up to a single mama and say, I got you. I like it when you, nothing is missing, nothing is broken, nothing is lacking, all is well. I like it when you have favor. He likes it like that. He says, I like it when you have favor. He says, I like to see my people be treated better than everybody else. Pay attention to what I just said. Favor means preferential treatment. God says, I like it when my people get treated better than everybody else. I need you to stop apologizing for favor. Stop saying, oh, it ain't nothing. Nah, baby, this is God's doing. 
This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. For those of you that expect some favor on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, open up your mouth and shout, favor! I'm his son. I'm his daughter. I... You're his daughter. Come on. <laughs> you are his son. You are his daughter. God's like, I like it when they treat you better. I like it when I make them bow the knee to you. I like it when they have to apologize to you. That's what it means. That says, I like it when they think they got you. And then I step in and favor you. And realize they got God. I, I need for some of you to hear me. Your enemies, they think they got you. That court case thinks it's got you. That person on your job, they think they got you. But what if I told you in this last form, God's about to get Come on, let's go. I gotta go. Health. Here it is again. Here it is again. God says, I have pleasure in you being healthy. Notice the word is health, not healed. Because being healthy and being healed are two different things. Healed means something was wrong. Healthy means nothing went wrong. This is why I need you to speak both of them because anything that is wrong, watch me, we need that heal. And then watch me, then we need you to be healthy for the rest of your days. Come on, say, I am shalom. I have favor. I am healthy. I have shalom. I have favor. I am healthy. I have shalom. I have favor. I have health. Last thing. Money is a resource, not a source. It's not our source. God is our source. And for those of you watch me where you've had to, where you've had to, you know, anybody just like your whole life, you just felt like you've just been fighting since you came out, like you came out the womb like. Just been fighting. Fighting to live. Fighting to be in your right mind. Fighting to be loved. Fighting to be accepted. Fighting to have people that support you. Fighting to have people that will clap for you because you clap for people. Fighting. Is there anybody in the building or online where you feel like, God, I've been fighting my entire life. If you've been fighting your entire life, hear me, be careful that you don't let what you acquire in your fight to become your source. All right, look at this. Ecclesiastes 10, 19. But money answers everything. It's not everything. It says money does what? It answers everything. But money isn't everything. It's not everything. Because watch me. What did we learn in the pandemic? You can have money. And there are people that have millions and millions and millions of dollars that couldn't stop. But when you're shalom, when you are favored, when, see, money can buy you a doctor, can't get you health. Money can buy you a lawyer, can't get you justice. Money answers everything. Money isn't everything. And, and watch me, for many, if you've had to fight your whole life, like money can become everything to you. It's like, you know what? Well, I don't have all of that, but I got money, though. 
got money. You see it on social media. Some people with the most followers are the most lonely. Because it's all about, I got money. Look at my Gucci bags. Okay, me looking at your Gucci bags ain't helping me. Who are you trying to prove something to? And I'm not knocking Gucci bags. Okay, don't, don't get offended because I'm be like, who are you trying to talk to? You? Roll your head again. I love you. Hey, 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 watch me, watch me. Look at what I got. Look at my car. Look at my house. I remember one time I was talking to a preacher and, and he had posted all this stuff. I said, can I ask you a question? I said, listen, God wants us to be blessed. No doubt about it. You, you, I'm a, no doubt about it. I said, but can I ask you a question? Who are you trying to prove by, what are you trying to prove by posting that? That God's blessing me. Well, he blessed you. You're telling the devil what to attack. Sometimes you need to keep it private so that the enemy doesn't know what to come for. I'm not saying being ashamed of what God's done. No, I'm just saying, like, like, like money is an answer. So watch me, all right? So let's, let's say, come on, let's say you're a single mom, right? And uh, anybody ever seen uh, New Jack City? There's a scene where Nino <laughs> was sitting in there, and come on, you're going to be, uh, come on, you're going to be uh, iced tea. Oh, no, you're going to be iced tea, come on. There you go. You're gonna be iced tea. You're gonna be iced tea, and then, uh, and then, and then you can be G Money. <laughs> All right. And then who gonna be, who gonna be the mad preacher? Come here. You are gonna be the mad preacher? <laughs> You're killing your own people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And so, and so here's what happened. Nino Brown in the movie New Jack City was a drug dealer. He had taken over the Carter Projects and it turned it into a million dollar a week operation. In the movie. You know with me? So everybody, because Nino had money, it made Nino think that he had power. So Nino began to do things. Watch me. He began to, his wife, he got very disrespectful and abusive with his wife. And he said to her, cancel her. I'll buy another. Because when you think money is everything and money is your source, you will think that you will buy what money came by. You will start treating people poorly because you see yourself better than them because you have more than them. Not realizing there's a loyalty you can't buy. See, you need to thank God, watch me, not for the people that celebrated with you when you were up here. Who can thank God for the people that rolled with you when you were down here? I need you to thank him for the people who were with you when you didn't have what you have because they didn't want your stuff. They wanted you. They didn't care about your stuff. They supported you. Elbow somebody said, that's my type of loyalty. I'm not your friend because of your stuff. I care about you. I'm not your friend because of what you can do for me. Here it is. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go. So Nino, Nino came in. And when Nino came in, watch me. Nino, people would come to Nino. And they'd come in the line. And they had like a little receiving line. And they'd be like, what do you need? And they'd be like, Nino, I need some money for this. And I need some money for that. Over watch me. He became an answer. And when you become an answer, watch me, you have authority. 
So now we understand why the enemy doesn't want God's people having money. Because if we can't answer anything, we can't have any authority. So we got to go beg the government. We got to go beg people when instead we need them coming to us. Come, come here. Now, President Biden, now what you need? Nancy, what y'all need this week? I'm tired of y'all spending all my money. Chuck, I told you not to spend all that last week. Jared, I ain't giving the state no more. Okay, some of y'all like, who are these people? Jared, that's the governor of Colorado. Nancy, that's the Speaker of the House. Chuck, that's the uh, Senate Majority Leader. President Biden is President of the United States right now, okay? Some of y'all like, now who is Chuck? I must have missed that on the notes. Yeah, yeah. It must have been on one of them slides. They went through real fast. Pay attention, pay attention. Ecclesiastes 10.9. Money answers everything. Bless me. I got this crazy case I'm going through. Really? All right. Okay, well, let's get you the best representation. Yeah, yeah. He, he missed it. He missed it. He missed it. He missed it. I got, I got this crazy situation going on. And, and I tell you, I just, I just need these folks to, to yeah. give them that and see if they change their tune. You better dance in the ring. So watch me, watch me. Listen to this and we're done, guys. We're we're done. Say money is not my source. source. It's a resource, y'all. It's a resource. Don't live your life through the boundaries of this. Life is more than this. It's more than this. I was watching this documentary about Warren Buffett. And Warren Buffett at one point was the richest man in the world at one point. And um, they said, you know, Warren, where does it feel to have all that money? He still drives himself to work. He's, he goes to McDonald's every morning to get him a sausage egg McMuffin. I said, <laughs> now, I know money ain't everything, but now, Warren, we can do a little something different. <laughs> at least get the croissant witch or something. I'm saying, like, yeah. Get the combo. He get one sandwich. Goes to his office, microwaves his sandwich. <laughs> I watched him do it. And, and then he'll, because he owns part of Coke. So he has a Coke fountain built into his office. And he takes it and, and Warren says something so interesting to me. He's an agnostic, and um, we pray for his salvation. We call him into the kingdom. Watch me, not because of his money, but because of his soul. I, I got to quit. And, and Warren said, it was like, Warren, with all of this money, oh, you're just supposed to be. Warren said, nah, you know. I mean, $70 billion. And Warren was like, uh, <sighs> First marriage failed. Second wife passed away. From a cancer, his money. See, some of you, you don't realize how blessed you are. You got your right mind. Your body 
You have the activity of your limbs. And it may not be what you want it to be, but you can thank God your life is not what you used to be. For those of us that can tell God, thank you for how good he's been to us. Y'all, we getting ready to go, but can I just get you to worship him because he's been good to you? You don't realize how good you've got it. You don't realize how good you've got it. Lord, forgive us for chasing a resource instead of celebrating our source. Say, you are my source, God. Warren said this, we're done. Warren said this, money is the scorecard. He said, I just use it as a scorecard. He said, it's just the way that I keep score. He said, I never saw myself as better than anybody because I had my money. He said, I just saw it as a way to keep score on the bets I made. I said, watch me, pay attention. No wonder you have what you have. Because even you who doesn't believe in God knows this isn't your source but it's your resource say money is my resource look at these last things the top the top uh, top three causes for depression and suicide mental instability all right that's not this series relationship issues that's not this series but can I tell you you can find another I'm going to need some of y'all to come up out of depression. They left me. It's seven billion available. (laughs) But you don't understand. I don't. But I can tell you what. (laughs) Let's move on. Money and career issues. That's the third reason people are depressed and commit suicide is because this no longer becomes a resource if they don't have this. They worship at the altar of their money. And if something's wrong with their money, they don't want to live. If something's wrong with their career, they don't want to live because this has become the God they worship. Bring, bring me the other ones. Bring me those. And tonight, for some of us in this building and online, you've made your money the God you worship. Everything in life is about getting money. Everything you do is about chasing money. And it has become what you worship. You don't wake up and say, this is the day the Lord has made. You wake up and check your investments. And you should check your investments, but, but that wasn't the first thing on your mind. See, the first thing on your mind was your money. You don't say, God, how can I be a blessing? You say, what else can I get? You worship at the altar of your money. God says, let me have my 10%. Be a faithful giver. I want to bless you beyond what you could imagine. This is nothing compared to what I want to do. You're celebrating that, but there's stacks over there. You're celebrating this, but there's stacks over there. But you worship at the altar of your money. 
and let them have messed up for $27 on your check. And, and we say, lift your hands. God, I ain't lifting them right now. They need to get my $27 back in my account. I will worship you later. I must worship this money. And don't y'all take a screenshot of that and say he was worshiping money. For some of us, you need to take this off the throne and put him back on the throne. I know you were expecting to be shouting right now, and I'll take you up. But for those, can I have everybody in the building stand, everybody online stand? Everybody in the building stand, everybody online stand. Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. So, Father, in Jesus' name, say, Lord, we repent for any area we've made money our source and not a resource. You are our source. Forgive us for putting money first. You want us to have money, but not for money to have us. When you know it won't have us, you can trust us with it. I say I can be trusted. I can be trusted with resources. I'm blessed to be a blessing. Money, come to me because I can be trusted with it. Favor, come to me because I can be trusted with it. In Jesus' name. With the heads bowed and eyes closed in this building online, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, number two, if you want to recommit yourself to the Lord, but number three, if you want to be sure, tonight is your night, wherever you're at. If on three, I just want you to do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you've never become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure, wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. In the building, you're going to raise your hand. Online, you're going to simply do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, God's coming to get you. Put that hand up. I see you. God bless you. Come on, church. I need you to celebrate the hands in the building and the hands online. Hallelujah. Quickly, everybody, pray this with me in this building and online. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place because of this belief, because of this confession. If this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for fixing my soul because that's where prosperity starts. In my mind, in my thoughts, in my will, in my emotions. I take every source that's not you off of the throne of my life. And I put you on the throne of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord, take your phone out. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746. When you shoot that text, we're going to shoot you um, a message right away to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. 
Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologists recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.